the poor old dirt farmer has lost all his corn. Now where's the money to pay off his loan? Lost all his corn, can't pay off his loan. Lost all his corn. Well, the poor old dirt farmer, he only grows stones. Grows them on up till they're big enough to roll. He rolls them on down to the tax man in town. He rolls them on down. Poor old dirt farmer, he's left all alone. His wife and his children, they packed up and gone, packed up and gone, left all alone, packed up and gone. Poor old dirt farmer, how bad he must feel. He upset his tractor, fell under the wheel, and now his head is shaped like a tread, still he ain't dead. Poor old dirt farmer, he can't grow no corn. Can't get alone, he can't grow no corn. Can't get alone, can't grow no corn. Can't grow no corn. My music. <clears throat> Although the no, okay, the waveform looks nice now. It was uh, it looks a little small. Uh, whatever, it's it's fine. I tested it. It sounds normal. Sometimes the waveform looks fucked up. Yeah. I don't really know why. Why is it different? than it looked last night is what I want to know. Life is full of mysteries. And most of them just give you a headache, you know? Like, most of them are just like, that's not that's none of my business. Yeah. I'm not really interested in, like, solving most of those mysteries, you know? I, I kind of like for them to stay mysterious. I need new padding on my headphones. My I'm my a, earbuds I'm are gonna, just completely caked with earwax. It's 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 this gross. Sucks dick. It's fucking gross. These uh, I mean, foam will do this. I think no matter what, at some point, but it'll deteriorate. It'll flake off. But the, the Grotto headphones that I'm wearing, these SR one twenty fives, they're just the 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 build quality just doesn't inspire confidence. Mm. And it's not like, like I don't know. Am I getting a quality 
audio experience for an affordable price because they kind of cut back on some of these areas like this cheap kind of strap kind of thing which isn't really great and how much did they cost the wire isn't really great i don't know i can't remember i think this was a gift actually or is the or is the situation that like they're cutting corners to keep more profit this is like a brooklyn based Mm, that's all you need to know i think so i think that might be where i come down on it is that they're just they're brooklyn folks and uh if they really wanted to cut costs they wouldn't be in brooklyn yeah they'd be in queens um that's right so um i think i think the next headphones probably not going to be the grottos they also sound if we they they leak you know what mm -hmm. i mean yeah as we know, they leak. I um, I was a longtime fan of uh, like the big, just the big shit Sony headphones that had like the really tight coil. Uh, yeah. Uh, pl- the really tight coil plug thing. Those were pretty great, and you can get those for seventy five dollars. Yeah. In yeah. In fact. That's a good dollar amount for headphones. And, and they they sound fantastic. In fact, um, one time, Allison, she used to like get a little lit and like to listen to music. <laughs> and I told her... No shit. And I told her, don't use my headphones because those are nice headphones. Um, one night, she did use the headphones and she and she cracked them in half. I don't know what she, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. <laughs> they were broken. You have to apply like a specific amount of force. They were broken in half like to achieve that. When I woke up the next morning and I was like I told you not to do this. So go get on Amazon right now and buy me another pair of headphones. And I I stood over her until she bought me another pair of headphones. She was listening to like Nine Inch Nails and she just like raised them above her head and just like <laughs> tore them and I don't know what happened that night. I was asleep. That's um, cool. She was listening. Yeah, she was. She was listening to industrial music. Yeah, she was listening to Skinny Puppy or something, you know. Skinny Puppy? Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar. She was listening to Throbbing Gristle. How about that? Yeah, that's a little more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly what I listen to, but I'm a little more aware of what that is. She was listening to Wolf Eyes. Also off the radar. I mean, I'm like familiar with the names, but they're not like... Wolf not, Eyes... I'm not registering an emotional Wolf reaction. Eyes is more of a noise band than an industrial. Noise is cool. Uh, Wolf Eyes is... I Wolf like, Eyes is I a, like post... Wolf Eyes is a great like noise band. Uh there's some cool noise that I... I mean, I like Mogwai. Some of the older Mogwai stuff. That's more like post-rock. Yeah, that's not a noise band. Shoot gaze noise. I was very into Mogwai. Uh, I think it is. It is It is shoegaze. It's post-rock. It's a little shoegazy. Um, I was very into them in high school. I arrived at the... I arrived at um, my beautiful Valentine. My bloody... Sorry. My ba- my bloody <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> Fucking <Christ. laughs> I arrived at that scene real late. I, uh, really? I had a relationship, uh, a good sort of employee-boss relationship with the first boss that I had at my current company. This was before my role kind of moved into a more operational sense. Mm-hmm. And I was working along. I was working alongside and supporting um, 
salespeople, sellers, and my boss was a sales manager. So that's kind of where he came from. It was a mismatch for what I needed from a management perspective, but we cl- we clicked on kind of being um, music heads and enjoying live music and uh, going to shows, even though he's, uh, gosh, maybe he's 10 years my senior, maybe a little less than that. He might be in his upper 30s. But um, nothing wrong with we that. Had, not, nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but just sort of a, li- you know, just that much of a gap as to what I was doing in the 90s and what he was doing in the 90s. Um, and so he turned me on to all this shit that he was listening to in the nineties, like, uh, in the early two thousands, of course, like, uh, my buddy Valentine, Cocteau twins. Um, what else is he a big on? Uh, this, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, when he put me on that shit, that was my first time hearing it. So it was only a couple of years ago. And uh, holy fuck, that shit sounds so fucking good. My Bloody Valentine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like love, huge loveless. wall of sound. Crazy nuance for what it essentially is just like. Olivia, stop it. Getting God fucked it. in the ear um, by a big dick of sound. Yeah, Loveless is amazing. One of my favorite albums. It He's, really is. Uh, and uh, we've, we've, we've talked about psychedelics quite a bit on this show we have um one of the things that i did on mushrooms the first time i ever did them was listen to loveless cool and uh intense or was that gratifying oh you can both you could hear every single track every every note every (laughs) note you could you could hear every single track like it's you know famously it's like a hundred tracks and i could hear all of that them. That shit had you uh, designing sound pedals by the time it oh, was yeah. done. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, I, I, as I said before, one of the best nights of my life. Uh, listening yeah. to Loveless was a big part of that. And, you know, like that we Mushrooms has like that weird sort of time dilation thing where like you're staring at something and you feel like you've been staring at, you know, this beautiful picture of a galaxy in your astronomy book for like half an hour. And then you look at, you look at your phone and it's been two minutes. <laughs> um, I, I probably lived a lifetime listening to loveless on mushrooms. It's not mushrooms, but last night I was smoking a significant amount of weed for what I usually smoke. Which mm-hmm. is, you know, I hit the ball and then I might hit it in a half an hour and kind of keep that going. Uh, but lately I've just been kind of uh, just having one or two, one or two hits. And last mm-hmm. night I was really ripping, ripping on the ripping thing it and repacking hard. it. Ooh. Yeah, because I really wanted to watch uh, uh, Wong Kar Wai in the Mood for Love on my laptop in bed. You know, and, I, I watched uh, that not that long ago and like... I watched it. Fucking uh, excellent movie, and I'm glad that I watched it real stoned, but I got to the point where I couldn't, like, I wasn't getting any higher. That's the uh, one where they're they're in, like, Hong Kong in, like, the 50s, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly of the time, but that sounds about right. Um, yeah, I, well, I watched it. I guess I was still in Chicago when I watched it. I didn't really like it. I liked it. I was disappointed at the ending, but I think that's kind of his thing. 
that's I think that's, yeah, the, the that's ending what he was does. was pretty bad. It was bad. You think it was bad, or you just didn't like it? Because I thought it was a beautiful ending. But no, it no, just no, no. Was Wait, no. That was the, the ending. Is the ending is Anchor Watt, right? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take it back. The ending was fucking amazing. The ending was. The I love the ending. The ending was the best part of the movie, actually. I think. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, you were fucking up. I was fucking. You up. were almost. I was. You, I was wrong. I was totally wrong. You almost got yourself fucked up there. I ha- I wish that the I wish that the whole movie was like the ending. Walking around Angkor Wat. Yeah, or, would, yeah, I would have preferred that for ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's not a long movie. It feels long because of how well done, because of how immersive. And I feel like the it shots does. are the shots are kind of close. And this, and obviously the transitions are like masterclass. And uh, that's actually and the just, only Wong Kar Wai movie I've seen. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to watch Chunking Express tonight. Because I've just got, uh, I want to watch back in the Criterion. Got the Criterion password from. Shouts oh. out to Adam, friend of the show, Adam. Uh, Adam. Yeah, you don't have to dox him. We're gonna have to bleep that out, but uh, I will. I well, I mean, I think that's. No, nope, no. Nope. Okay, I'm gonna we'll, have we'll to bleep, bleep that okay, out. Okay, we'll bleep it. And I will. Um, brother Dag. Brother Dag. And. Uh, Do you think he could give me the password? Yeah, he probably would. Um, I could also check if I could give you the password because I'm going to transition to be using, using the family, the family login that uh, Ross Ross pays for. But uh, there's actually, you know, who could hook you up? You offered to hook me up, so uh, m- maybe you maybe hit her up. The <laughs> the that I'm familiar with, or yeah, okay. Yeah, we could bleep I, that out too if you yeah, want. Yeah, I didn't really know. I I didn't want to say like my, because that that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, you should probably just no, cut just, this. You should probably just cut this whole section out. Honestly, I'm gonna leave it in, but I'm gonna I'm gonna like I'm gonna delete all of the names, so it's gonna be that's uh, yeah pretty uh, pretty unlistenable. But you know how does that differ from the rest of the show? <laughs> I think it's very um, listenable. You know what I've been doing lately is. Uh, I've just been putting the show on and falling to sleep to it because it, it soothes me. Interesting. What did I fall asleep to this morning? Your boy went back to sleep for like three hours in a pretty uh, clutch, clutch, clutch morning decision. I didn't. Just I didn't wake up bed. until one p.m. So I was up at um, say eight thirty and uh, realized I had to move my car. Why, like street, street cleaning? Not street cleaning, but the meter the meter people um, love my neighborhood because it's a mostly um, Latino neighborhood. So they're out here extorting. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, my, yeah, extortion. That's the that's one of the words you can use for sure. My um, my neighborhood is also a mostly Latino neighborhood. Um, yeah, like Latinx every neighbor, neighborhood, like every neighborhood in San Antonio. Yeah, but anyways, they're they're out here um, collecting and trying to catch people and trying to take their money. Um, for and, for what? Uh, Just for parking in the wrong zone. Every oh, block yeah, is a different zone. That's and sh- yeah. It's a lot of car havers. Yeah, your your area is pretty weird in in like its location and how much it is like. It's it's permit parking only. 
It's only weird if you think it's by mistake. It's by design to take money from poor people. Well, <laughs> working oh, people. That's that's I mean, a good that's a really good point. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> I don't even think that's like uh I don't even think that's like a radical opinion. But other 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 neighborhoods in that part of town are not permit parking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It seems to be this. Well, I don't know if that is true. It is true. I lived there. Okay. Well, um, Less, so what I like to do if I'm up and about and I'm like moving my car is I like to just go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drove to Aldi, uh, you know, a block away, block over, a couple blocks over and, um, you know, just did a quick shot basically that was a nice way to start my sunday and then i climbed back in bed i was back in bed by like 9 30 and then i probably after aldi after aldi and then i probably dicked around like a little worm kind of wriggled around in my in my bed for a little while and then i like was out again until like maybe 12 30 that's a pretty clutch it's a pretty pro move Mm -hmm. i've um you know i've never been to aldi no shit Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot no, to like. There's no Aldi's here. There's some Aldi's in Houston and Dallas, I assume. Is there something that's filling the market? N- the, well, no. The, that segment? No. High quality goods at a low low price? Well, the thing about San Antonio is it's the home base of HEB, and so there's like, uh, there's like so no... there's nothing else. There's nothing else. As a result of that, do they just let their quality of their HEBs just real slack, like slack off since they have a monopoly on the neighborhood? There's some shitty HEBs out there for sure, um, but most of the HEBs are pretty great. I I do have to <clears> say they do a really, really good job of like tailoring fucking sick tailoring the store to the neighborhood, uh huh, um, in a way that I have never seen in other grocery stores. Um, they, I mean, there's a reason they're the big dog. They they know what they're doing. If you come at the king. In parentheses, try to open up a new chain of grocery stores. In parentheses, you best not miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? There's there's not a whole lot to say after that. <laughs> Since it's it really. <laughs> I went to it, I went to H E B earlier, and um, somehow I spent seventy seven dollars. Whoa! I thought that I was were you buying shrimps and scallops, and what were you doing? I was so I don't know. I bought um, I bought a roast, so that wasn't super cheap. It was like twelve bucks. I bought a bottle of wine for the roast, but I went cheap style. I bought a five dollar bottle of wine because I'm just going to cook with it. I bought. I did buy like three frozen meals, like three frozen Indian meals. Sometimes that gets you. That that could that could end up being easily close to five dollars a pop. They are three ninety eight each. Four fifty. Oh, see, oh, you're, mm-hmm. you're under that four dollar. About how many calories, Chef? Um, they're pretty good. They're about. Are there three- calories to be found in that? I'm always on the hunt for some for some calories. I'll tell you what. No, they're I'm I, I like them because they're kind of low calorie. It's like a meal that's pretty filling. It's about three hundred and fifty calories. That's none of my business. Um, I like to take them to work because uh, the cafeteria isn't open at night. Sure. Uh, oh, that's a radical idea, taking a frozen meal to work. Mm-hmm. I wish that the cafeteria was open because the cafeteria at this hospital, 
it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get when I was sides when I was uh, orientating on days. You mm-hmm. know, you can you can get like a hot fresh cheeseburger, get a pretty nice grilled chicken sandwich. They had that sounds pretty nice. It was it was you know made to order, which is. Uh, Yeah, I worked in a cafeteria in college. You know, you know that. I didn't know that. I don't think I knew that. For three years, started doing dishes. I mean, did dishes the whole time, but then also was kind of <laughs> like managing the floor, as well, and some other stuff. Still doing dishes though. Yeah, I don't know why I ended up doing the other stuff. The other stuff was not in my job description, but like swiping, swapping out. Uh, well, I, I think it's because I really liked everybody I worked with and wanted to help out. You know, get everybody out so we could go smoke weed together and stuff. Yeah, that was fun because I was I was friends with these, you know, middle aged working class folks that otherwise going to a middle sized private university and why would I ever have met? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that's the way. I mean, that's why it is when you work in food service. Um, that's one true. of the many things I like about food service. But uh, we 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 would um, and people were t- people were tweeting about this this week or maybe it was last week, swapping out the uh, the soda boxes. Uh, they come in. There are these. They're plastic bags, and then there's a the nozzle. S- the there's syrup. A, the syrup. Well, mm. ours wasn't syrup. Ours was already soda. But yeah, like oh really? Y- we're talking about the same thing. That machine. And then the other thing you would have to do, or maybe it was syrup for all I fucking know, and then um, and it was mixed with the soda water. Maybe it I was. Think it, I think it has to be for a fountain drink. Yeah, maybe you're right. And then, um, but then the really interesting thing was we had those big steel machines that dispensed milk, and the bags bags of milk are like, I mean, I'm really bad at estimating weight, but like twenty five or thirty pounds. It's and it's not milk. like it's not like a barbell. It's like a bladder, right? Yeah, it's, it's and then you it's mobile. It, you have to you have to like you have to like put it wrestle over it up in there. Yeah, you do have to throw it over your shoulder and wrestle it up in there. And then if you wrestle it up in there, and then the nozzles like kind of smashed under its weight, like good fucking luck, because then you have to lift it with one hand. Oh fuck! And it's that. like I mean I don't know lifting like thirty pounds like at this angle is like not great. That's it's hard. Hurt your shoulder it's, like I did, but. Anyway, uh, we were rem- reminiscing on those good times. I enjoyed working in a cafeteria and uh, and obviously got to just be around. The reason I did it was because um, it allowed me to be very close to the food I was eating, which is something that... That's interesting. I mean, we're talking 12 or... F- we're talking... Well, when was I in college? Uh, 14 read- years ago? 14 years ago. So the celiac scene no. was pretty... no. Well, maybe you st- I started college 14 years ago. Well, I was 18. So, I, mean, I started college in, I, I, I started Did college I in 2000. Room? I started college in 2006, so you would have started it in 2007. 2007. Okay, 13 years ago. 13 years. You were close. I was I'm I'm sorry for being so shocked at 14 years. It just You're it, right, it, it's 13. It was 13. It it but, just uh, it just doesn't seem like that long ago. It doesn't seem that long ago, but as far as like what the celiac scene was, you know, it was it was it, it was primitive. Yeah, it was a lot rougher then. It was pretty primitive, and so being able to be like 
around the people ordering my food or if we're making it, being able to see all these horrible um, food products. Yeah. Not long on not long on fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, Mm-mm. fruit. A lot of prepared stuff. You, you know what I um, what I think about pretty often. What is? Do you remember when? Uh, I think it was me, you, and Abby went to that like hipster Mexican place in Logan Square, like Rose something. I'm blanking. Lonesome? Ro- no. Lones- no. Dove. Lones. Doves. No not, no, not doves. We did go there. But oh, you mean Lonesome Rose? Lonesome Rose. Is that it? Yeah. I think. We we actually ate. Yeah, it was like too it, loud. It was like too loud to think. Well, and what I <laughs> what I constantly remember is like the waitress coming over to us at the beginning being like, hey, "Okay, does anybody have any dietary restrictions?" And you said, "Well, I I I do have celiac disease." And her response was just like, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> she's yeah she said oh great <laughs> oh great and you were like well it's not really it's not really great did, did i really say that to her yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like well actually it's not that great and then she just hated the shit out of us for the rest of the meal but oh shit well i mean but that was her fault it was for <laughs> yeah but i wasn't like I wasn't really trying to make her feel bad. If anything, I was probably just kind of riffing because you weren't. That's my you were, natural it was, state. It was. I think I thought it was a very funny response. But she didn't like us after that. But she didn't laugh at all to the no. response. Uh, she was like mortified. Well, frankly, um, the wonderful, uh, you know. Maybe this is men and women. I've definitely noticed it more from women here in Logan Square. Food service industry people, not the warmest people in the world. Yeah, in, especially in Logan Square. In, not, this, in this neighborhood, they are just... The, the, I have yeah, not found servers, it to be... Servers, not I have not, not found it to be a warm, nurturing embrace. I found it to be fairly short, falling fairly short of that. You know, I, I hadn't really thought of that before. But yeah, servers in Logan Square, not great. Not great. They probably have to deal with some horrible people. Um, Certainly, they do. That's that's obvious. I mean, they've had to serve us. So, but you know, dog, she fucked up. She said, "Oh, great." She fucked up to a to a serious dietary thing, and you know, there's flour in that kitchen quite a bit, probably. Um, yeah. I mean, if they've got, I don't know, is there? They they had flour tortillas. Ew. They weren't good flour tortillas. What's the fucking had... what's the deal, man? With flour what's tortillas? Fu- what's the deal with that? Um I don't see I don't see a reason for them to exist. Now, obviously, I can't eat them. I'm definitely biased. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming at this from a fair and objective. But like really, give me a reason why they exist. Really the only thing I like flour tortillas with is breakfast tacos. Well, I know that, but why? Breakfast tacos here is a very specific, it's a very specific thing. So it's almost like tradition. Yeah. I think it's horse shit. That's what I think. <laughs> well, um, 
I'm I'm not going to convince you that it's good, no. and I can't, I, I can't like invite you down here to sample how it's different. Am I just better? Do you think I'd like them? If you could eat them, you'd love them. I don't think so. So they're thick and here they're thick and they're chewy. It's almost kind of like like roti, like Indian roti is what a flour mm. tortilla is like here. Yeah, I miss but you know. You, I'll be real. Probably, I miss. I do miss Indian bread. Well, I ate a lot of Indian bread growing up because we. Uh, I grew up really close to Devon. Oh yeah. So we spent a ton of time down on Devon, and we had a couple Indian restaurants in Evanston that we liked as well. And um, my uh, my Indian friend from school, Stan, so I ate that stuff all the time growing up. He was like, he was always like, uh, none. We we got to go to, we got to go to these places on Devon where all the cab drivers go. And I was like, yes, please take me there. <laughs> and he never did because he was a little bit of a, a flake. But um, I almost worked for a cab company. Actually, this is an interesting chapter of my life that uh, would have been very strange if it had played out. Um, I I befriended when I was working at a, as a teller at a bank. You start to you meet a ton of business owners. That's, um, that's true. Which is something that uh, I realized I was going to parlay into a much better job. And I ended up doing that. It turned out to be a shit job, but I was making a lot of money. Um, How much money? Well, at the time, it seemed like a lot of money. I was an independent contractor, and it was $15 an hour. Uh, so not, not, a, not a lot of money, but a lot of money not, for not me. But the most the amount of money I'd made at the time by a bit of a margin. Yeah. Um, what do you make as a teller, like 12 yeah, maybe twelve. Yeah, maybe less. You don't make a. You it, don't make it's star, much. It's starvation wages. Yeah, I think you make like, if you worked as a teller full time for a year, I think you'd make like twenty two thousand dollars. I think that's exactly what I was making, and it was uh, it was starvation wages for sure. It was it was tough, but we made the most of it. Had a decent little apartment. Um, that's great up there on Montrose. Montrose, uh, great, it, great street it, in it Chicago. Was the, it it was it. the job that allowed me to move out of my, out of my apartment. Uh, I'm sorry, out of my parents' place. Okay, I only I lived like, at home. I, I lived at home for just a little over a year after school because I just didn't have a fucking plan. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, um, and then I was going to work for this this Indian man who owned a cab company. Um, met his business partner and everything and was just sort of like when are we making this happen i was at the kind of when are we making this happen stage and he wasn't taking enough action for me so i approached another business owner and just sort of i don't know i just kind of said listen i'm like a smart college educated person and uh if you have a problem i can just solve it i don't know i don't know how the fuck i pitched (laughs) myself but it was more or less along those lines what uh what were you going to do for them i was going to try to figure out how to like do their books I was going to just be an office administration, administrative kind of person. And All right. I would have been fucked at it, but yeah. I would have learned on the, fl- it would have been like a learning on the go kind of thing. And it just would have been like. Business financials are very difficult, I think. Yeah, uh, it, I, it probably wouldn't have been that. I think it would have just been administrative office stuff, you know, like just like a go-getter or a, a, a gopher kind of person or. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It, it was going to be an apprenticeship kind of thing. It was going to be like a, you know, quick quick learner. You put me to work, and I'll do it as as well or better than anyone else you'll find. Was essentially my pitch back then. And I don't know if there's any truth to it, but 
I think you're probably right. I've kind of pitched that as I've kind of pitched myself in that way many times over the years in different capacities. Now I've got I've built up quite a skill set and have started to see tangible awards and accolades in my field that I work in. But back then I was like just sort of promising youth shit. You know, the great thing about respiratory therapy is uh, you can just like walk into an interview and be like, I'm credentialed. And I have licensed. the skills. Yeah, yeah. I'm credentialed and I'm licensed. And uh, then they offer you the job. Well, I'm excited to start in my new role because this is the first role that I've gotten that I've had to get, well, not had to get credentialed for, but have gone out of my way to get credentialed for as a way to sort of show that I was, I'm committed to learn. Yeah. Which is this uh, associate project management role that hopefully gets kicked off in the next shit, man. Hopefully a couple months, if not a couple weeks. Still waiting on that. Kind of want to brush back up on my stuff because the last time I studied the, the last time I studied the material was like, uh, you know, three. You had, seasons. Take, you had to take a test for it, right? Yep, took a test for it called the Cap M. Those are letters that I could put after my name if I wanted to. I have them after my name in LinkedIn. Well, not after I, my um, name, like comma Cap M, but like in the description anyway. I can also put uh, letters after my name. I you probably put, do on your resume. I mean, not comma after your resume, but like right at the top, right? I can put comma RRT. Yeah, I could too. Um, I probably I probably will if I stick with project management and I pass the PMP, which I'll do. And hopefully if I start to work as a, uh, a PMA or an associate or whatever and start to get hours in, in doing actual project work. I'll just take the test in a couple of years after I've accrued the number of hours necessary. But but then it'll be cool because then it's like I'm a PMP. You know, the PMI recognizes my shit, so. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot of, like, extra tests that I could take for, like, further accreditation. Yeah. Um, And, like, the thing, like, probably my best, strongest skill in life is, uh, like, passing a test. Yeah, mine too. I could Pretty pass. I could pass any test that you put in front of me. Um, so if there's like additional money associated with passing these tests and getting further accreditation, I should look into it. But a lot of hospitals they don't they don't care. No. No, that doesn't surprise me too much to hear that. They want you to be able to do the job. And yeah. frankly most hospitals being in my understanding for-profit institutions uh they'd like yeah. to be at, at, at the lowest cost as possible even when they're not for profit they are for-profit institutions good point all institutions want all their want their costs low yeah anyway which is which is deeply fucked <laughs> up <laughs> it's it's fucked up from the jump um yeah, I was in bed this morning thinking about the profit motive and kind of driving myself crazy as I, I do from time to time. It's um, you just point at it and say that's going to be trouble. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's just fucking capital. One of aspects. one of the things I do like about my job is that I don't have to worry about money for the company at all. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think I have some of the skills it takes to be a seller. I work alongside sellers, and I, I support accounts. 
So I, I work with the people giving us money. And uh, and I am so fucking not interested in having a quota. Yeah. I am so happy I don't have one. Um, it's not for me. Maybe a later date when it, the job just comes so easy, it'd be stupid to leave the money on the table. And uh, But then, then, then if they figure that out, they raise your quota. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so that it becomes yeah. so that it becomes hard again so i don't know that's like i um i feel really bad for my brother-in-law who was a nurse for a long time left nursing to work for a company that like um sells actually a pretty a pretty cool product it's like a uh it's like a pump for your heart like after you have a heart attack it'll it sick it is it is inserted for like a sh- like a short period of time to like take work away from the heart it, that they sell to hospitals, yeah, and so it's like so it's t- so it's something that a hospital can. It's a procedure they can do. It's a yeah. It's it's well, it's, like the technology is like has like kind of just gotten there to where this mm-hmm. is a thing that you can use, um, because previously or in most cases when you have a heart attack, uh, what they do is they just like give you drugs to make your heart just keep fucking working. And like work harder than and it to was chill before. The hell out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, that kind of sounds like. Uh, so it's not good. Like it's like no. you had a heart attack. Your heart is very damaged, and we're going to uh, give you drugs that just make it overcome that. It's like overclocking, keep, overclocking yeah, your heart. It's overclocking uh, your heart. Doesn't sound great. It's not. Good. It's not a great solution. <laughs> But this little, this, like this pump, it's the technology is finally there where you can get it inserted like into your vena cava or whatever. And it like takes work away from the heart after a heart attack, you know, which is cool, but he's also on a sales quota. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like try to pump these things out. I don't want to sell medical. No. That's a, it's a cutthroat industry too. Yeah. It's Um, not good. This is a weird segue, but I was watching the David Attenborough documentary, which is really good. It's about his life as a um, a biologist, adventurer, documentarian, right, educator, all these different things that he does as part of his who he is in his long illustrious career. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about today, wild animals make up four percent. Of all animals on the planet, human beings, I think, make up. What? Wild animals make up 4% of all the animals on the planet. Human beings make up something like 60, 70%. The rest is all animals that we raise for. food and i think that i think i might i might have the animals i might have the humans versus animals we raise for food backwards but like literally the rest of the animals on the planet and that includes one has to imagine like insects and shit no that can't yeah that's what i was gonna say i don't that doesn't seem right because i think like by well how is he measuring the damn animals four percent wild let's see if we can get a statistic how is he measuring that like by humans and big ag livestock now account for 96% of mammal biomass 
that okay. now that mammal I mean, biomass that, that is okay. kind of crazy though that is kind of crazy because i was gonna say like i'm pretty sure that like ants by biomass are like like far and away ants weigh more than like the earth yeah they, they're the, uh, the entire earth doesn't weigh as much as the ants on it have you seen the have you seen have you seen the the graphics of the earth where it shows like what the crust is like like how far we've drilled down mm-hmm. um it's like yeah. it's like it's it's like if if the it's like if the if the earth was like a basketball we've drilled down like the width of like a fucking fingernail or something the, the, the yeah, not the I width of a fingernail but the thickness we've of drilled like a fingernail. down like i think the deepest mine in the entire world is like two and a half miles deep yeah and um jesus that's not very deep it's not very deep because i believe the earth is uh like 6700 miles across oh, in diameter that's, that's crazy way to drop that number if that's right by the way I, I'm, I'm gonna look it up but i think it's like 6700 miles in diameter give yourself a sip of beer or something you need to reward that kind of recall earth positive reinforcement. oh i was a little off it's uh 7900 we used to bring people on to lecture us about this shit and now we just talk to the robots I think, I think that's yeah. kind of messed up. We should probably have a another lecture episode fairly soon. I think we should have a lecture about some topics for sure. What what should we have people lecture us about? Well, do you speaking of the earth, do you remember I, um I, I, I plan to, yeah. I like to. When we were discussing I think it was episode five. Maybe episode oh, I, I think it was episode them. five. Uh, I remember that we, shit when we were when we were trying to figure out if um it would be bad if the earth didn't receive the sun's energy <laughs> and we couldn't figure out quite how to word the question <laughs> yeah. and we were like we need to find a geologist <laughs> and the, the, that was the question we came up with well we didn't actually come up with it's a like question it's like stone question <laughs> What if, like, what would, how would we be doing if there was no sun? How would we, how would we, how would we be doing? To to my credit, on that episode, I said <laughs> that it would be, be, I said that it would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but blue blue ribbon to you at the Science Olympiad, but for that, um, uh, visionary thesis, we could go back and we could listen to that episode and like, kind of tease out exactly what we were going for that would be interesting um because it was more of a geology question i've been watching uh on youtube i don't know how this fucking happened i must have watched a video i guess that's how it happens and of uh people like squeezing themselves into really small holes in the ground to enter a cave Mm. and they're like getting stuck on their dicks and like asses and shit having to like Tuck one tit through at a time. Crazy. Stupid. Like, listen, ladies, if you've got to put one tit into this hole in the ground at a time, don't go in there. That should be, like, the measure. Don't go in the cave. That should be the metric. Just just call call me, and you can come over (laughs) and hang out. Um, You can just... (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't have to go in that cave. You can just like, you can come just, over and you can like. <laughs> I'll I'll make instead I'll make of going di- I'll make, that I'll make, cave. I'll come over. I'll make dinner. And just I'll, come over. I'll just feed you. I'll just yeah. I'll make dinner and we can have some wine and yeah. The path just, to like the path to like the, the 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 person that you are going to be. It doesn't lead through that hole on the ground. Mm-mm. No. There's a far greater chance that it goes through. You coming Me. over here. You coming here. And us and just we can like watch talk. Top Chef. We can t- we watch Top Chef and we'll just talk. And we we don't even have to do anything. Just have to, get like, out of the ground. Don't don't go in that hole. Don't we might, in. you know, if the chemistry, if it's if it's there. Listen, like if your tits are so big that you're getting stuck in a hole in the ground, what are you doing? Just come. What through. are you doing? Just come over. And, and like the dudes are like, oh shit. no no, my dick is like stuck on the outside of this cave. And like my balls are on the inside of the cave at this point. It's like come back, like cut your losses. It sounds like you have a really good dick, dude. So why are you going in a cave? Like talk <laughs> yeah. to the talk to the talk to that chick who can't fit with her tits either, and maybe you guys could like get together. And- so yeah, like I, I have like ten videos on my fucking YouTube algorithm, and they're just like people trying to squeeze their shit into like a hole. And their friends are like making fun of them for having like big dicks and tits and stuff. And it's like, wait a minute. First of all, if someone is like trying to do that, it should just be positive vibes. Yeah, for sure. Like don't, don't razz on your friends for like getting stuck in like a hole that they might not get out of. We have to like dynamite them to get them out or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, not good. And these holes are always called like stuck man hole. <laughs> They're always it's called- clear you're not getting in the hole. Unless always, you're like, they're always called like flat chest hole or something. And if like if it, they're called flat chest hole, and like you know you have to squeeze into like a hole in the ground in Nevada or whatever, like don't go in if you're busty or uh, if you've got you know hips and a nice ass. Like you're just not gonna get in there. And chances yeah. are, if you're an outdoorsy person and you're hiking on the weekends and you're taking your dogs for a walk and whatnot, you're probably not gonna get in there. You've probably got pretty. Nice, nice, definitely nice looking quads and uh, and glutes, and you're probably not going to fucking fit in that hole. Yeah, don't go in flat chest hole if if you've got if you've got big if that tits. Doesn't, if that doesn't describe you, don't go in there. Don't take you it as a I mean? personal. Don't take it as a challenge. Just come over. Just come over. Like, just it's it's not that complicated. Pick up a bottle of wine if you're. I mean, if you're coming over, and you might coming you can, over if you if you uh, pass a if you pass a liquor store. You know, um, don't go out of your way. Don't go I, out of your way. It's, don't go out of your way. It's it's cool. But, um, if it's, but if it's on the way, if you know that you're coming over, if we both know you're coming over, like I'll I'll, I'll go to the store. I'll pick something up. Bring some citrus. But if you have Surprise something, me. it would be great if you brought you know, Pinot Grigio. Yeah, or you know, we're having because we're having scallops, and <laughs> <laughs> and just. You know, it's not a big deal. It's easy to make. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, it was a little expensive, um, but these scallops are really good, and I think you're gonna like them. So come over. I've got these. It's not a big deal. Inexpensive Indian frozen meals. I was just gonna pop one in the microwave, and that gives us more time for each other. You know. Mm, no, I wouldn't do that. If you're coming over, uh, bring a nice bottle of wine. I've got these Indian dinners. And we could just we can just go straight to the couch. I've got these TV trays that I picked up at Pier One before they closed, <laughs> and we could just we could I, just um, watch TV. 
I I really tried to convince a girlfriend to have sex with me in a Pier One bathroom one time because <laughs> I was really you were lit. really horny. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, uh, what the fuck were you doing in Pier One? I mean, first that's the first question because that um, place that place sucks ass and it is not wa- wasting time. Really, it was all I was doing. Pretty at good Pier place one. for wasting time. You ever been to like the Container Store? Now that's a fucking yeah that's a challenge uh, that's an impulse control challenge if you have add you shouldn't go in there i also have a pretty funny uh container sh- store story which is uh my brother-in-law's dad died uh <laughs> 10 year- 10 years ago eight years ago something like that i could already and this is already the funniest story i've ever heard we were at we were at the funeral home and they had cremated him and then they they quoted him the price for like the funeral home urn, and he was like, "No, no way," because it was like it was like a thousand dollars or something for like a sh- like a shitty urn. He's he like, "I'll like, just no get way. a rubber made." He was like, "No way am I paying for that." And they were like, "Well, you can bring your own container." And so then we got in the car and went down the street to the container store, and we got like three. Plastic containers. That plastic, would be a, not even glass. Not even glass. They were plastic. <laughs> like three plastic <laughs> containers. And then we drove back to the funeral home and we were like, just put them in this. And then they did. I'm sorry to hear that about your brother's dad. My brother-in-law. But brother-in-law, I, that's right. Yeah, it was a little confusing because I was like, wait a minute, if it's your... I don't have a brother yeah, that that, and then also, I just have a sister. Yeah, and this yeah. was bef- this was this was actually before my brother-in-law was my brother-in-law. He was just my friend. Max, don't sit on the, don't sit on the folded laundry. God. And then he had to fuck it up by marrying my sister. Yeah, I know that story. Yeah, it's still not my story. favorite thing. Don't like it, but. Uh, it's the situation that I'm in. So. Have you tried asking them to split up? I have not. Does he know how you feel? Not fully. Well, he has an, he has an inkling. Yeah. Um, Doesn't sound like you're being your authentic self, Doak. Well, you know, they're married now, and um, I don't really think I should put myself fully in the middle of that situation. It's like 5.30. I don't know if I should be drinking this coffee. The well, ice cream truck now. is coming by. It's done now. I don't like the situation. I did tell him early on, far before them getting married, I said, so you're you're dating my sister. You're one of my <laughs> best friends. You said... Um, don't don't talk to me about it ever. I, I'm not interested. You need to talk to somebody else about this. What's this guy's name? Josh or Dave? Dave? Josh. Josh. Fuck. Okay. You're like Josh. I was like you, Josh. Josh, you don't, don't need you don't need to do this. You know you know you don't need to do this. And he was like. I, the shitty to. thing is, is he like he like asked for my blessing before not, he started not doing it. To. Before he started doing it, but I thought he was joking. 
because I was like, no way are you going to do that. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Date my sister. I don't give a fuck. He Have got fun. you. He got you. And then that's what he was hoping. And then, and then he dated my sister. He like really dated her. Yeah. They're married. They presumably they have sex with each other, which is fucking nasty. It's gross. <laughs> I'm sure it's nasty. Uh, no, it's not nasty at all. It's missionary it's, vanilla. It's if I if I know anything about the two of them, uh, they have the most boring sex you could possibly imagine listen hella is kicking my ass is an equal opportunity sex supporter okay boring sex is great sex that is the official stance of the podcast it always has that's true i've had i've had boring sex that i liked a lot um so have i when you're in a relationship for a while um and that's what you're that's what you what you're getting up to with your partner. Um, get that nut. We're supportive of that. If you want to get freaky, you got some. Uh, you got some new pussy. <laughs> By all means, go for it. But we don't we don't mm-hmm. knock we don't knock. A little bit of, no. little Boring bit of sex, a little bit of rolling I, over and uh, putting it put it in me kind of dialogue we don't knock that no i fully fully support that we don't Um, knock like the the rolling over in bed and like spreading the ass cheek just kind of pulling it up with one hand what do you mean when she just kind of rolls over oh and then you we're gonna be laying on our side for this oh we're on this side and then you pull it up okay all right i got you i could even like put my arm under the pillow i could that's i don't know i I think we just go to sleep right after this the side thing pulling it up that's kind of hot actually that's actually good sex it's very good oh you mean even more yeah more boring than that that's kind of that's kind of like a baseline for me i'm not sure what else i'm not sure okay well how could you get more boring than that just do missionary just pump missionary could be hot though you got the eye contact like missionary is like the hottest position in my opinion missionary is very hot you could do all kinds of weird stuff with it's if you're into best. this, if you're into the toes and you're into the feet thing, some people no, are. No, no. Are you don't sure? Don't want to get that out there. Are you sure? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm very sure. <laughs> Maybe you just haven't found. Well, anyway, the right woman with the right feet. No. What if? What if? <laughs> you're gonna be thinking about it. Your next sexual experience. You're gonna be thinking about it now. I'm gonna be thinking about feet just next time I fuck. Just open your heart to it. That's very important. I don't important. like this at all. I don't like this. <laughs> it's just... I don't like this. Just keep an open mind, chef. I mean, I feel like that's not even that much to ask. Here's the thing about me sexually <laughs> is that if the woman if the woman wants it and is into it, I'll do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, To a point. So, to a point. Yeah, like I won't shit on her or something, or like. Eat, <laughs> I feel you know. like that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> I, I feel like I won't that's do, the point. <laughs> I won't do. Sh- I won't do shit or pee, but pretty much everything else. Yeah, not really into that. I'll 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 do it. Like. Um, I don't really want my dick stomped on. No, I don't want that. Or like kicked. I don't want my balls no. kicked. 
I don't want that. Very sensitive. No more sensitive really, than anybody's balls, probably. But I'm not really their into balls. Anal really aren't sex, my problem. But you know, if the woman's like, "Fuck me in the ass," I'm like, "Okay, I'll do it." I've never had anal sex. I recently decided that I'm. Uh, I don't like it. I'm ready to get it. I'm ready to get it going. See if it's for me. You could. I mean, try it out. For, all, by all means, if you haven't had it, try it out. Maybe it. Yeah, maybe I think you'll I'm gonna give it a it, shot. But, um, I'm not into it. No. Well, it's not for no. everybody, I suppose. No, it's it might not, not be for me. I report back to me after. Yeah, I'll let you know. After we'll you talk it. about it, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be. I, I just. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to just to to hear about your experience. Because sometimes you're 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 hitting it from the back and you look down and it's just looking at you. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should probably give that a shot. That's looking pretty appealing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and lately, I just like can't shake the idea. I think. Well, now you have. Yeah, you have to do it now. It's an idea it's, that just won't leave me alone. Yeah. It's like. Uh, just, it's like the eye you, of Sauron. <laughs> oh God. You just have to explore your options now. You know, it's. Um, yeah, I wanna. I want to close the chapter or open the chapter as it may be. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, like I say, it's not for me. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll do it if she wants to do it. Um, I'm certainly not going to ask for it. No. Um, in fact, I will like actively discourage it. Like, are you sure you want to do that? I mean, have you're you allowed. It? Have you, have you done it before? Are you sure that you want to do this? Because if you haven't done it before, you might not really want to do this. Yeah, um, I think it's got to be the right person, I suppose. And uh... I'm I'm interested to see how it goes for you, though. I, I'd like I'd I'd like to hear more. I'll come with um, a full review. All right, I'll a full write up. The anal sex episode. <laughs> a full hour on your experience. It's going to get us like completely canceled. I'm from from Apple Podcasts. I don't even know if we can talk about this, what we talked about. It. So I'm not actually sure. Is Apple Podcasts not? Anal? I don't know. Are they pro? <laughs> pro anal? Are they, are they anti-anal? Um, I have no idea, actually. I mean, the CEO is... Tim Cook, presumably he has anal sex, so I, I would assume that it's what makes okay. you say that? Because 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 he's gay. Oh, oh yeah, good point. Oh yeah, of course. I, I assume, you know, maybe maybe he's a top. Um, that's still anal sex, though. You know, anal sex is definitely happening in his world, and it would frankly be hypocritical for him to censor if, us. For having I it totally and talking about it. Actually, the um, there is a rumor which is basically considered to be true that the CEO of HEB is a gay man because he is like a billionaire who's like eighty five years old, never been married. 
Yeah. Also, his last name is Butt. It's Butt? Yeah. That's what the B and H-E-B stands for, is Butt. And the first H is like Harold or something? I think it's Howard Edward Butt is the H-E-B. That B-U-T-T. was like the original. His last B-U-T-T. name is Butt. His name is Butt. Yeah. I um, I mean, I, f- I feel like that's case closed. Yeah, he's he's definitely he's definitely gay. Um, more power to him to be put a billionaire your, gay man in San Antonio. Put your magnifying glasses away, gumshoes. We've got this one solved. <laughs> that's it's. I, I think it's very clear. Um, I uh, I worked for the Christian summer camp, mm-hmm. which is associated with HEB. That was my first job out of college. Um, and I worked with the, obviously it was not his granddaughter. I think it was his brother's granddaughter. One of the, one of the heirs essentially mm-hmm. to the HEB fortune. The butt and heirs. The butt heirs. <laughs> And um, she was, she drove like a 67 Bronco that was like completely refurbished, amazing car. And she was getting her master's in pottery, mm-hmm. ceramics. She was getting her master's in ceramics. Master's Which is, in which is pottery. Yeah, a master's in ceramics from like Man, that Vanderbilt. Is f- that is a serious fuck off. Oh my God, holy shit. Yeah. That is like a serious fuck off uh, academic path. Yeah, I'm getting my master's in ceramics from, from Vanderbilt from Vanderbilt University. I uh, I've never really met a person that I. Uh, nice I met, girl. I, I, I should have like I, uh, met, I, I, probably, I probably should have hit on her pretty hard. Because I, I met people I, that I tolerated be, from Vandy. I did not meet people that I liked. Well, maybe that's wrong. I don't know. I have to like go back to some of my. But I, when I studied abroad in 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 college, uh, I didn't know. And I maybe we talked about this before too, that like rich kids study abroad. Yeah. And I was like going there, and we were like, uh, stretching meals with rice. That's kind of the dollar that I was on, and there were people there that like ate out every night. And frankly, uh, Copenhagen is like not an inexpensive city. Uh, it's very expensive. It's like a really, really expensive place to to live and 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 survive if you don't. Uh... Anyways, um, and there were a lot of kids from Vanderbilt and a lot of kids from like these smaller like New England universities that I'd like never mm-hmm. heard of, and. Uh, and the way they like tried to fuck each other was by like talking about their dad's yachts and stuff. Like it was almost it was like a parody. But that's the way that yeah. it actually that's the way it actually is that. in that world. I hate that. That's the way it actually yeah. is in that world. And the do other thing is that good, they all Do you think it's good sex though? Uh no. It can't be, right? No. I mean my experience with um poverty sex is always better. <laughs> oh god. I just um I just think there's something hollow when you're rich there's something I don't know. I I don't have a I don't have a fully developed thought but my gut is telling me it's probably it's no. probably horse shit. I will say uh 
the women that I have had sex with that had the richest dads, definitely the worst sex. It wasn't bad, but it was just, you know, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I wasn't. I was actually, uh, actually, I was kind yeah. of, kind of trying to, um, some of the attention I was getting from some of those, um, some of those women, I was kind of trying to avoid and put off. They weren't my type at all. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I should, I should not say what I'm thinking, so I won't. Okay. Um, so yeah it's it's gonna be a little too personal the butt Um, inheritance yeah i should have talked to Catherine a little bit more um because obviously they had money to burn if they were sending her to vanderbilt to get a master's in ceramics Mm -hmm. um she was cute she's a cute girl The Bronco was fucking sick. It was so cool. It was so fucking cool. We've uh we've reached an hour. If she listens if if she listens to this <laughs> there are ways to get in contact with me. That's true. You could uh hit uh, us up at helliskickingmyass at gmail dot com. Yeah. Actually if anybody kicking- wants to fuck that's uh yeah yeah pretty much that's a it's a blanket just if it, you're interested if you're interested hit the gmail hit the gmail <laughs> hit the gmail we'll field it as it comes yeah if you want to fuck one of us just know that the other one has access to that email um but we'll, we'll figure us, it out we and can, we'll we'll make it fair I if you live we'll, in chicago if you live in chicago um brooks will get first pick probably but other than that come through um, fuck me if you live in texas Doke is probably the Texas. one you want to fuck just based on logistics. Um, if you don't live in Chicago, pretty much. You know I mean, like if you live in Chicago, Brooks first first choice, of course. Um, other than that, I will split a plane ticket with you. Doke um, has been known to. <laughs> I won't this, do that. If you want to come through, that's your prerogative. But I've got enough shit. To, you know, I've got stuff to do. So I have. If you want to come through, amount, I have a small amount of disposable income. I will split a t- plane ticket with you. Um, I spend most of my money on sim racing, so I won't be doing that. But just think about it. If you love somebody enough, you'll follow them wherever they go. That's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. And if you love somebody enough, then you'll go where your heart needs to go. That's how I got to Memphis. That's how I got to Memphis. Well, I know if you've seen her, you tell me, cause you are my friend. Tears. 
how I got to Memphis Oh, she used to get mad and she'd say She'd go back to Memphis someday That's how I got to Memphis That's how I got to Memphis